Do you feel the calling to help the world heal in these times of uncertainty from violence and trauma using powerful spiritual tools combined with action? Do you want to shift your personal and our collective destiny lines from war, oppression, and genocide into peace? If so, I warmly welcome you here today. This is Destiny Lines, Sacred Activism for Peacemaking and Ending Violence. My name is Rachel Mann, Ph.D. I am a sacred activist, social scientist, shamanic healer, and spiritual mentor. Come learn from my stories, experiences, and research, as well as from those of visionary thought leaders who are working on the spiritual frontiers of sacred activism to end violence. I invite you to step up with me into this extremely important work. Find out how it is part of the fulfillment of your unique mission and purpose in life. Let's go. There's no time to lose. Welcome, everyone, and thank you, thank you so much for joining me. So I want to talk about the fires in Maui and the rising intensity, both in the climate, in the weather, as well as in world events, and give you my perspective on it, both in terms of what it means for us in a concrete sense in living on this planet now into the future and what it means for us spiritually. Firstly, my heart, as all of our hearts do, go out to the the people of Maui and, of course, also to all of the, the animals that are being affected by the fire and its aftermath. What a terrible, terrible tragedy. And of course, our hearts just weep for for Maui, weep for everybody, weep for the lives lost, weep for the, the devastation, the destruction, weep for the hardship that people are undergoing now in the aftermath and for all of the loss that they've suffered, both of loved ones, friends, and community members, and of property and security. It is a terrible, terrible tragedy. So someone just recently said to me regarding my uh, recent move to the Washington DC area that it's amazing. I can live here because the, the energies are so dense and I'm going to wrap this all together into, uh, my understanding of all of this. Firstly, I just want to say that there is no way to to, we, we can't understate, we can't spiritually bypass the realities of living on the planet in this time. 
What do I mean by spiritually bypassing? What I mean is that sometimes people in spiritual circles, I don't care whether it's Christian or Muslim or New Age or shamanic, will say, well, on a soul level, um, you know, the people of Maui chose to live through this. Or similarly, we might say that the people of Ukraine chose on a soul level to live through this. Or that we might, in a sense, it's like saying an apology. It's like, it's an, it's a, it's, it's not, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a way of, of not holding the truth of the trauma, not holding the truth of the real trauma, the impact on the body, the mind, the emotions, the neurophysiology on the actual livelihood and on the, the hearts of the people of Maui or the people of Ukraine. This is a truth. Living here on this planet in these times is very, very, very intense. And of course, humanity in its history has never been, never been uh, immune to the intensity of war, the intensity of violent conflict, the intensity of climactic, uh, I mean, intense climate-related events. This is, this is what it's like to live on planet Earth. So, and yet, in this time, which I do hold is a powerful time of transition for humanity, for the planet, it is very, very intense. And the weather is intensifying thus causing things like the fires of Maui, other major fires around the planet, tsunamis, very intense storms, and so on, as well as the intensity of the political domain. Certainly here in the United States, in the country where I live, as well as in many, many, many multitudinous countries around the world. And it's important to remember that what we are experiencing here in the United States in terms of the political turmoil and conflict and the rising will of authoritarianism, that this has been going on in other countries around the world for decades. So. And yet, and yet, there is a particular intensity right now where it seems like the shadow and the light is, feels like it's in, there's like almost this battle. Okay. So, oh, sorry, folks, about my phone. So what I want to put out here right now is let's just take a deep breath in three deep breaths in in through the nose and out through the mouth because i know that 
listening to my words just now probably has brought up a feeling of that feeling of intensity within you. So to go back to the truth of things as they are on the planet, around the world, in your families, in your communities, in whatever nation you live in, and just as a member of the global family, human family, yes, this is one truth. And there is, wrapped within it, a feeling of fear and dread and anxiety, hopelessness, even despair. And now let me speak about something that will give you back your hope, like a drop of honey in your heart and mind that will give you back a modicum of peace. Throughout time, through all the different kinds of conflicts and cataclysms, whether whether climate-related or human-driven, spiritually, what we are called to do is to find that keynote of peace within us. Now, I can understand that some people in this time may feel like it's almost it's almost uh, anathema to speak of something like that. It's too it's selfish, right? If others in the world are not peaceful or if things in our country are not peaceful, or if we're activists working on behalf of, you know, in, in conflict zones or with people who are particularly most deeply impacted by the, the confused and even amoral actions of others, thoughtless insensitive actions of others, that somehow it's, it's wrong to speak of cultivating peace within ourselves. And yet the truth is, is that when we build that, when we have, I think of peace being like a, a beautiful lake of honey within us. It is within us as human beings to have a natural capacity for peace and happiness. And of course, life knocks us off, off that road. That is the challenge. But particularly if, like me, you are privileged enough to be able to build that, that fire of happiness within you and to build one drop of honey after another that lake of peace within you, this is going to make you more resilient. And it will help you see 
the greater unfolding of events and its potential impact, its potential meaning, not just for our personal future, but for future generations. Yes, Mother Earth is speaking. Yes, people are doing doing things that are terrible. Yes, human actions have contributed to climate change. Yes, human actions have started wars. Human actions that are arising out of fear and greed and a desire for power are happening. And so we can individually and collectively build that lake of the honey of peace within us. And in so doing, be resilient and bring joy wherever we go. To go back to that comment by that friend of mine that there's so much heavy energy in the Washington, D.C. area, what I say is there's also a huge amount of light. And one of the things that I do is when I'm out walking on the streets or I'm in stores and I see people, I see children and elders and I see families and single people of all ages going about their business. And I just put out a projection that they are happy, that they are well, that they are enjoying their lives. Even though I realize that behind closed doors, there may be suffering, there may be trauma, there may be pain. And yet I see the stream of light, that potentiality, that possibility, that probability that is always there. I see all the good things, the great things that people are doing in service of healing this world, helping others, being in service. It is important not to forget this because that stream of light is ever present. It is never gone. Though the challenges before us, the challenges ahead of, ahead of us, the, the extreme weather events, the fires, the floods, whatever way we individually and in our communities may be caught in a cycle of harm being inflicted by others. There is still the light. And so we can, those of us who are not on the front lines, like the people of Maui, can continue to tap into that stream of light and send it outward to the people of Maui, that they recover quickly, that they're that their grief is held in love and light, that they have access quickly 
to water and food, to shelter, and that those who are in a position of authority, the authorities, both there in Hawaii as well as in the United States, will act quickly and ethically to support Maui in its recovery from this fire, and that those communities will be rebuilt, not purchased by greedy corporations that ultimately end up driving the local community, in particular the indigenous community, out of that beautiful island. For there are people always lurking on the edges of catastrophe who want to take advantage of it for personal gain. So let us hold a prayer here that the greater good will prevail, that compassion will prevail in Maui, and that the understanding that when we support and build local communities in ethical ways, that we are creating a better world for future generations. May it be so. Aho Wado. Thank you for joining me. May you all be well and whole and healed. Much love. Thank you for joining me, Rachel Mann, PhD, your host of this powerful podcast series, Destiny Lines, Sacred Activism for Peacemaking and Ending Violence. I hope you have been inspired into manifesting your dream for yourself personally or for or within your organization to dream forth a world of compassion, love, and peace. If you would like to find out more about me and my work, you may go to my website at rachelmanphd.com or email me at rachelmanphd at gmail.com. I offer individual energy healing sessions, a three-month mentoring program for individuals wishing to magnetize their sacred service to the world, as well as programs, retreats, and classes for individuals and organizations who are inspired by the mission of sacred activism for peacemaking and ending violence. I look forward to you joining me and to hearing from you. Let's get started. There's no time to lose.